Fenia. Officially 2022. Happy New Year, everybody. Tonight on Peacock and the WWE Network, there will be a new pay-per-view called WWE Day One. But as a loyal listener to the show, which you obviously are, you know that that episode um, of WrestleMania covering Day One has already come out. It came out on a Thursday night, but it's Saturday now. It's 2022, it's the new year, and even though tonight all eyes of WWE fans will be on day one, I wanted to talk about something else that's coming up on Tuesday, excuse me, on the USA Network. It's not a pay-per-view, it's not a streaming event, it is going to be just on regular old cable television we're talking about. New Year's Evil. This is the um, second time they've done New Year's Evil on NXT. The last time was uh, in January of 2021. See how it works? This time it's going to be in January of 2022. It's, It's very interesting how this works out. But if you look, let's go over the names. I just want to talk about last year's New Year's Evil. Um... I mean, is anybody left? We got Karrion Cross with Scarlett defeated Damian Priest. Damian Priest is now your United States champion. Uh, he's doing okay. Um, even though the the whole thing of the Damian comes out is dumb. Karrion Cross and Scarlett both gone. We have Santos Escobar versus Gran Metalik with Lince Dorado in his corner. Escobar had Joaquin Wilde and Raul Mendoza. Um, those guys are all still there. The you know Escobar, Wilde, and Mendoza, Metallic, and Lindsay Dorado. I believe they're both out of there. Uh, then was Zia Lee versus Katrina Cortez. She doesn't even have a link. I don't know who Katrina Cortez is. It was a minute and a half match. Um, it was really just a show off of Zia Lee, who is. In on um, was it SmackDown? She's on the main roster now. Whatever it is, Ross SmackDown. It doesn't matter. Uh, and Boa is still in NXT. We have Raquel Gonzalez defeating Rhea Ripley. 
Uh, Raquel is still in NXT. Dakota Kai is still in NXT. Rhea Ripley is um, up on, I want to say, Raw. Uh, then we have Kushida still in NXT. And Shotzi Blackheart, who is over at SmackDown, right? I, I get, I get, um, I get confused. Defeats defeated the re, the way. Uh, Candice LeRae, who um, has been away from television, but I believe is still with WWE NXT. Uh, Indy Hartwell, yes. Austin Theory, yes. He's off taking selfies and hanging out with Mr. McMahon. And Johnny Gargano, who is no longer. Uh, with WWE technically, but that doesn't mean he's not coming back. He's just not there at the moment. As far as I know, he could be gone. And the main event was um, Finn Balor, who is still, who's back up on the main roster, still with WWE, defeating Kyle O'Reilly, who is now over in AEW. That was, what a difference. What a difference. And now, it is 2022. It's NXT 2.0. I think I talked a little bit about this in the last episode, but I am, I was all for, not all for, I was, I kept my mind and um, heart, that seems stupid. I kept an open mind, that's what I'm trying to say, uh, to what this NXT 2.0 is. I think the thing I like least about it is that it's called NXT 2.0. If they just said, you know, um, it's a new breed of NXT. It's a new era of NXT. And then just go back to calling it NXT. I don't even mind the new logo. The font is okay. Um, you know, you can do anything with it. I know it's, they have that real splashy kind of paint thing going. Um, but the, you can do anything with the logo, any color. And um, I just don't, I'm not, I don't like the 2.0 part sticking with it. Um, but it's really, in, in a way, it's really them reminding you, hey, guys, this is different, okay? I know what you thought of NXT is before, but that's gone. This is purely focused on the young people and, um, and, and the up-and-coming and, and, and fostering and developing talent. Maybe that's not what USA signed up for when they said, let's do a live show. Um, but the numbers they're getting you know, are still pretty good for what they're, I, you know, I always refer to these other podcasts, Matt Men, who said USA is happy with the numbers. Um, you know, when I look at some of these shows that I know are, are famous TV shows, they're not live events, but the famous TV shows that have been on for years, they're getting 400,000, 500,000. I mean, NXT got 600,000 the other day. It's still, it's bringing in a consistent amount, what is it, between 500 and 600,000 on a cable network. For wrestling, you think, oh, no, that's bad. But comparison to everything else, um, and, or you, if you're comparing it directly to AEW, it's it's over. It's done. AEW has won that. They've, they've beaten, you know, WWE's third brand. Congratulations. Um, and maybe they'll beat Raw. Maybe. Maybe not. But the point is, is that... Um, if you're just comparing it to things that are on TV and cable, um, I don't think it's, I think USA is okay with it. I think, that's what I think. But you look at like all these other things that are beating it. Well, what, the, what does USA have to put up against it? I don't know. You're going to watch the, another season of The Sinner? I can only watch, I, you know, fuck those Chrisleys. I don't like them. There, I said it. 
Um, so I'm okay with NXT. I some of the new faces I'm on board with, M- mainly Grayson Waller, um, who is was like an Australian. He was like a teacher in Australia. Then he was an Australian Survivor. He's, he, I guess he was like a reality, you know, like name over in Australia. But the guy seems to have. Um, come in and really fit in. You know, he's playing the douchebag. I'm better than these people. Wear the new crop. Get rid of the old crop. And it's kind of, it's worked out. Braun Breaker also, I don't love the name. I wish they went with Rex Steiner to, to keep the legacy of the Steiners. He's also really solid on the mic for this big beefy dude. And he's a big kick-ass guy. Uh, and he's just kind of this old school, like, I'm going to kick your ass kind of thing. Um, the Joe Gacy Harlan thing, I don't know if I like it. I don't know if I like it. I don't know if I like Joe Gacy. I see what they're doing as far as he's trying to be like this. I'm going to be the person who is, you know, very, quote unquote, woke and for the people. Um, but you're not going to buy it. I, you know, I saw someone say, oh, they're really, they're, they're really making fun of like the woke lifestyle. And I think... I don't think that's necessarily what they're doing. I think what they're doing is having this guy, you know, try to be all these things and nobody's buying it. And that's really, that's what I get. Um, Where he's more like almost trying to make his own little cult or something. I don't know. Um, And, you know, there's there's faces that that are still there. MSK is still there. You know, Imperium. There's still a lot of people there that you see are still there. It's And Pete Dunne, Champa. I don't know what's going to happen with them going forward, but right now they're still there. Um, and then there's that Tony D'Angelo guy. Again, he's got a good look. I don't know. He's solid on the mic as far as talking, but it's this character is so very silly. And then the other night they brought out that new Tiffany. Is it Tiffany Stratton? I don't remember. And again, it's another silly over the like character. Like Daddy says, I can do whatever I want, and I want to be an NXT you know superstar. Um, she was okay in the ring. I don't know. We'll see. She's athletic. She was doing flippy, you know, some flips. So I enjoy it. If this was the original NXT and you said, wow, this was on NXT Network, I mean, the WWE Network or Peacock, people would love it because it would feel like, oh, look at these young guys doing something, which is what NXT was years and years and years ago. Um, but then it became something bigger. It became, you know, WWE's own little indie show. Uh, and that's kind of gone again. It's gone. And I don't think it's ever coming back. So deal with it. Watch it. Don't watch it. I'm still here to talk about it. Even though this isn't a takeover. I think the takeovers are gone. Even though this isn't a pay-per-view, it still um, is going to be a cool night, I think. Uh, and we'll see what that does. What that does for the ratings. They're bringing in some faces that you might recognize. Um, I talked about Grayson Waller. He's been kind of going back and forth with AJ Styles. I think that's been a good thing. They've had Grayson Waller on Raw, even though somehow it got edited out of the Hulu version that wasn't included. AJ Styles showing up on NXT, and you could say well, that's just a that's a cheap ploy to try to get ratings. Okay, maybe isn't. I feel like all wrestling is trying to get ratings, um, but now. According to Wikipedia, it says AJ Styles versus Grayson Waller for a singles match. What I saw is he's on NXT was that he's coming face to face against Waller. 
Waller did something where he he kind of ran to the ring in this last match he had. It was Odyssey Jones. He jumped into the ring, like through the ropes, did a little somersault, and then came up for like a, a stunner. And it was smooth. Oh, you know, if you're smooth, I always, that's what I like about Io Shirai. She's smooth. She looks, it looks like she means to do every move. She's not thinking about every move. She's just performing. Um, and that, I got that. At least from that move with Grayson Waller, I'm sure he, you know, I, I could see, I could see things with him. He's, he's good on the mic. He's solid, you know, as far as the superstar entertainer side of things. He really can get under people's skin, and um, I don't know. I can't say a lot of bad things about him. Um, so he's taking on AJ Styles, one of the best ever. This is an interesting one. I feel like AJ can't lose this aj has to win enough of these you know young guys taking on the old beating the old guys i say that you know and yet watch what i say in a, in a few minutes um but i think aj has to come on top and just be like you know you gotta you gotta know your place buddy know your place um every other match here well, i shouldn't say every other match um we have Four matches. There's only four of the matches. I love that they just do five matches. This is just a regular NXT, but this could be a pay-per-view too. Five matches. Um, it's pay-per-view level. Put it this way. Uh, the only other match that's not a championship match is uh, MSK versus Imperium. It was going to be for them for that, but I said they spiced that up a little bit. They're throwing Walter in with with Imperium, so it's the full Imperium, and then Riddle has been kind of intertwined with MSK and whatever the hell they've been doing the last few weeks. Uh, so now you got Riddle showing up. So another former NXT guy coming back to NXT for a match um, in a six-man tag match that I feel like Riddle and MSK have to win. It's not for a title. Imperium still gets their keeps their belts. Walter isn't going to get pinned. Walter will come out there and kick some ass. Um, but I think we're going to see Riddle on top of MSK. Again, MSK, Imperium, they've, they've been with NXT for a little while. Um, Imperium's been there for a long while. Riddle was there, you know, in the original, and MSK's kind of been part of the, part of the, uh, the crossover. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm interested in what, what's going on with that. Um, now we have uh, the, the final member of the Undisputed Era, still in WWE, Roderick Strong. Uh, he's your cruiserweight champion, and Carmelo Hayes is the uh, North American champion. This is interesting because it is a single match, singles match to unify the North American and cruiserweight champion. And I believe what that means is that the winner will be the North American champion, and the cruiserweight belt is going away. So what is 205 Live? Like, what is 205 Live? I feel like it's still a thing. I saw, like, people in a match, like, who? who? Like, not, I didn't actually see the match. I'm not watching 205 Live. Um, it's not even live, right? Isn't it taped, like, before NXT? Um, but then, the, is the Cruiserweight, is there going to be a new Cruiserweight belt? Go back to them, the 205 Live belt? I, I don't know what it is. The Cruiserweight belt just, you know, it was cool. To, to, it was good to give it to someone who was respected. Um, Roddy Strong having it, cool, great. 
but um, he did more for the belt, obviously, than the belt would have done for him. Uh, he, you know, Carmelo Hayes, again, personal fan because of Chaotic Wrestling and Christian Casanova. So, and these guys had some fun in the ring the other day with uh, Trick, was with Carme- you know, Carmelo Hayes, and he's talking, and, and Roderick's like, I don't know what he's saying. And then Malcolm Bivens like translated it for him. That was pretty funny. Um, but I wonder, like, is Rod, I don't know what Roderick Strong's um, situation is. Is he, like, everyone think, you know, not everyone, I've heard people say he's the last one and he's going to leave and go over to AEW also. So he can go over there and be um, whatever the hell he is over there. Like, I don't know, like, where on the card he would fit. Roderick Strong is always solid in the ring. He's okay on the mic. Not really my favorite. The way he talks, it just kind of, maybe it's his voice. And the way he kind of delivers things, I, I don't love it, but I enjoy watching him wrestle. And it kind of, him working as a guy who was against uh, Undisputed Era and then joined Undisputed Era, it worked. He was the fourth man. Um, could he be the fourth man again? Could he be gone? Like, I have no idea what his contract situation is. People, you think like, oh, he's going to lose this, and then he's going to go away, and then he's going to show up on AEW. I don't think they want that to happen, right? I don't think... Um, they gonna is you know something that that they put together. They're gonna they're gonna um, let AEW put the exact same thing together over there. Something that ran NXT was the biggest thing in NXT for uh, like a couple of years. Ninety percent of it, or seventy five percent of it, I guess the way in, the way math works, is over in another company, almost doing the same thing right now. They're gonna let one hundred percent do it. Do they? Or they just don't care? I don't know. Um, that's crazy. So that being said, I, you know, Carmelo Hayes, he's part of, he's kind of part of the new era of NXT. I feel like he was there before the 2.0, but I don't even remember if he, if he was. He definitely was, but I don't know if he wasn't highlighted. I don't remember. Who, who, I don't remember. Okay, enough. Sorry, Gary. Um, so I'm going to have to say that I think, hmm, this is an interesting one. I think Roderick Strong should win. Give something more to the Diamond Mine. May, try to build them up more because it's Roderick Strong and there's three other people. There's the Creed Brothers who look, they just look too, too much like they should both be um, you know, the, the tough kids in high school that are kind of nerdy, but they don't realize they're nerdy because they're so tough. Um, so give, I'm going to say, I'm going to pick Roderick Strong for this one. Uh, then Mandy Rose versus Cora Jade versus Raquel Gonzalez. Raquel Gonzalez is okay, but she's never been, to me, a big champion. I, I felt like when she became champion, it didn't do anything for me. I want Io Shirai to be the champion and always be the champion. Io, Io, Io. Mandy Rose being the champion is fine because she came back to NXT. She changed her look. She put her... She, you know, got a little uh, a little click together, and Cora Jade is also there. I don't know what to think of her. She's like a skateboarding kid. I mean, my God, she's twenty years old. Um, I I don't know exactly the um, 
Wow, she's been she's like she's twenty years old. She's been on Impact, AEW, and then in NXT. She's been all over the place, uh, and she is in a relationship with oh that guy Trey Baxter. He that dude is with her. He's already gone, isn't he? Yeah. Anyway, um, I don't know. She's also she's she reminds me a little bit of Liv Morgan in the way she delivers her lines. And she says them because this is how they are written and this is how I remember them. Liv is way better, let me just say. Um, but I mentioned that in my previous episode, and this she kind of reminds me of that. She's not quite, um, you know, I don't know. Out of the three, she's the least likely to win. I'm going to say Mandy retains, and maybe her, 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 her little cohorts show up at some point to help her win. I don't know. I don't know what's going on there. Uh, and then the last match I wanted to talk about this uh, is the the one where I think um, the new 2.0 world takes over. Tommaso Ciampa, your NXT champion, your two-time NXT champion, Goldie, uh, the man that I remember excited to go see in person at a chaotic event in 2019, got injured, couldn't go. Next thing you know, uh, well, they brought Warbeard back. Uh, uh, what is he, Eric now, WWE? But it was Warbeard Hanson. Brought him back. That was um, that was cool to see. But a guy that I own a Champa shirt. Put it that way. Like, I only have so many wrestling shirts. I have an AJ Styles one. I have a Kevin Owens one. I have an old Macho Man one somewhere. But, like, the last shirt I bought, and I bought it and I wore it to this event, was was Tommaso Champa. Tommaso Champa. Um and he's been with NXT. He's stayed with NXT. He's done. He, he did a little, you know, sprinkling of the main roster. Uh, NXT 2.0. He's still there, holding down Fort. NXT strong. NXT proud. A two-time champion. I thought the night, the first night, there was no way he was going to win. I'm yawning again. He does win. Very surprised. Very happy about that. Um, and I think his reign ends on New Year's Evil. I think on January 4th, your new NXT champion will be Braun Breaker, kind of bringing in a new dawn, um, a, a, a new beginning for NXT. The true new beginning of NXT 2.0 will be as, a, as the newly christened NXT champion, Braun Breaker, uh, leads the, the troops going forward. What does that mean for Ciampa? I don't know. I hope it means, you know, put him on SmackDown. He's so damn good on the mic that, and he's so damn good in the ring um, that they could use him. They could use him on Raw too, but I'd rather him be on SmackDown because more people, more faces, more eyes, better show. Um, I don't know what that means in the future for Pete Dunne. Those are the two guys. I don't know. Where the hell is Timothy Th- Thatcher? Oh. But those are the two guys that I'm like, what? where do they go? from here um it would be great to see champa leave nxt but stay with wwe and move on to um to smackdown that would be ideal but i do think he's gonna lose and i do think braun breaker is gonna be your win your winner um braun rex oh his last name is rex steiner so he went as rex steiner oh boy oh boy but his real first name is bronson Bronson Steiner is freaking cool. You know, why don't you just do that? Uh, Broadbreaker, you know, it is what it is. 
Um, but yeah, he's a Steiner through and through, doing Frankensteiners, looking you know like a like a wild wild uh, animal, like his dad, like kind of has that look of his dad, like a like a dog, you know, like that, oof, oof, like like he could like a barking pit bull kind of guy. Anyway, I think he's going to be your new uh, NXT champion. I think I said that ten times, guys. That's it. I just wanted to talk real quickly about NXT's um, New Year's Evil and go into a little more depth with NXT. I was going to do it uh, on the other the other night on the day one show, but I thought that it would be too long of a podcast. So I hit stop and then I hit record again. Here's the truth: I'm recording both of these on Thursday night, but you're getting this one on Saturday. Um, so it's already 2022 for you. So I'm coming to you from the past. I'm still in 2021. How is the future? How are things going? Hopefully things are going good. And hopefully by um, tomorrow, for your sake, uh, my Patriots get back on the winning winning way. You know, that's the dream. <laughs> anyway, I, I, I'm rambling now. I'm going on too much. Listen, you can find me on Twitter at WrestleWatcher. Um, I have a cousin named Russell Brand. you know. If you want to follow him. Oh, my dog just got up. So that means it's time for me to take her out. Time for me to go to bed. So um, happy new year, everyone. I hope you watch NXT's uh, New Year's Evil. And hopefully I'll be watching it live as well. Barring any unforeseen scheduling conflicts, I will be there. Um, But if I'm not there, it's because I'm not there. Right? Pretty simple. Happy new year. Welcome to 2022. Uh, And until next time... See you later. Fans not experts.